Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Thinker Girls Pod channel. I am Stacey June. And I'm Christy Mercer. This is the 411. Didn't say anything there and I'm glad I didn't because sometimes I just fill the gap and I just say the same shit every time. When I listen back and we're listening back to the podcast, you know, for editing purposes, etc. I'll be like, just don't, you know, it's like, don't, you don't need to don't say. air check yourself. Sometimes you've got to get through things like if you haven't heard this show before, it's a podcast channel where we drop all kinds of shows each and every week about our lives, our guest lives, your life. And today we talk subjects that are going on in the world that we give a shit about. Yeah, see, that's a similar line. I don't know. It's just yeah, like this just... autopilot mode, you know? Well, we're not on radio, but you're still got to do the mechanics, mate. <laughs> got to tell the people what it's about. Yes. And also assume that your audience is growing. I think for so many years we were just so into our posse yeah. and into our own vibe, which we still are into you, but – we also would like to welcome no shit. new listeners. Well, we ask that of you guys. Like if you like what we do, you subscribe, you listen, I don't know, to shows across the week, tell your bestie about it. Tell someone at work or if they don't have the podcast app on their phone or how the fuck to download a podcast or stream it, let them know because we are. We want to, you know, we want to expand our posse. And I'll let you know next week actually we're going to give you uh, some information on how you can win uh, some particular prizes if you are able, if you are willing to share the things you like on our socials and on our podcast, on the podcast app. It's kind of cool to build it together also what do you mean? to our OGs out there. Well, there would have been so many people in the posse that have been listening to us over the last six years that have helped build it to where we are now and will continue to help building it in the future. Unfortunately for you, though, you won't be uh, rewarded for the past support you've given us, only the future. <laughs> so we have to have well, a... We didn't we have, have shit to give away in the last six years, And we, we also have to have a cap, like a date where it yeah, starts from. Otherwise, it gets true. very full on. On today's 411, um, I want to talk about Baychella, Beyonce and Coachella, in case you missed it, and the epic performance mm. that she gave. But instead of dissecting the performance, because in my mind, it's just equal perfection really I want to talk about an article that I read in the Daily Telegraph which compares Beyonce to Julia Gillard what yes what has Jay Gillard got to do with anything to do with Beyonce it's safe to say that apart from this article the comparison has never happened it's a first (laughs) I'm gagging to hear about that I want to talk about um Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson and their future because they've had a kid but supposedly he's cheated so where are we at well we don't have the vision. We don't have the date of the vision. I've we do seen. actually. It's October, right? So, so she's pregnant. Can we do? Can we kick this yeah, off first? Because sure. I, yeah, I'm interested to hear about the Beyonce thing. But let's get this whole shemoz out of the way because mm-hmm. that's how it feels. It feels like a shemoz even for the Kardashians. So what do we know? Okay, so what so is far factual. So far, we know that on April 12, so you know, a few days ago now. They gave birth, well, Chloe Kardashian gave birth to a little baby girl. Do you know what the girl's name is? True. Truth. 
True. It's true. No, it's truth. It's true, Christy. Are you sure? I am. I'm a Kardashian fiend. It's true. <laughs> oh, you're right. True, Thompson. I do apologize. <laughs> I know. Trust I've written you. it down wrong on my scrap of paper in front of me. It's truth. I'm like, well, it's Def's truth, babes. It's pretty similar so, meaning. Okay. So there are a lot of people looking at that and going, how ironic. Like you're in the midst of a cheating scandal and not knowing whether your baby daddy is in fact going to continue to be with you and you've named your kid True. Yeah, apparently it's – I saw on Christiana's Instagram that it was her – I think it was her grand – so Chloe's grandfather's name was True? Grandfather? Yeah, so Chris's dad. Right, right. And then I think there was somebody else in the family that was also named True. So it's a family name. But so it's so fucking ironic though. Is that not so ironic? Well, it's, it's, my point is – it's very unfortunate because so. obviously they've come in, she's come in with very great intentions. I'm going to keep it in the family. I'm going to give, throw it over to the whatever Chris. The Jenna. Well, Chris, whatever her maiden name is. We don't even really know what her maiden name is. That would be interesting. Oh, my Let God. We should, you should, you should search just Google. You continue to talk. Okay, so this is what we know so far. So two days before true not truth was born there was footage released of tristan thompson who was a cleveland cavaliers player who's like a big deal right over in the u.s at a strip club hooking up with and then motorboating a chick so she like kind of got her boobs and like put them in his face and they were kind of laughing and there were two chicks kind of kissing very closely so there is actually footage of that that has been confirmed that that was shot back in October, which mm-hmm. was when Chloe was three months pregnant, mm-hmm. but it was released on April 10, mm-hmm. which was only, you know, a couple of days before the birth, mm. which is full on in itself. Do you know okay. what I mean? Well, they, there's a very good chance they've kept it. That's what I mean. So two days before the kid's born, there's probably rumours swirling around that Chloe Kardashian's gone into labour and then whoever's got the footage has been like, this is a brilliant time. I'm probably going to get more out of this, which is sick when you think it's about it. It's pretty fucked up. Uh, just to confirm, uh, Chris Jenner was born as Kristen Mary Houghton. Houghton? H-O-U-G-H-T-O-N. How random. Mm, anyway, as there you, were. you go. Yeah. Um, but it's not just the footage. There were um, these other chicks back in October, which is why they've conf- been able to confirm the date. They were also at the strip club that chucked up on Twitter. So I literally just saw Tristan Thompson make out with a chick in front of me at a bar this weekend. Men are trash. And there were all these other people that were commenting then on that tweet confirming, yeah, I saw it too. Because well, he's like a big, he's like a huge NBA player. Not and to mention he, that, it doesn't look like a very private area. No. Like he's not in Vegas where they've got a booth, you know, where there's security all in front of them. I mean, it's I'm sure there was, area. there was security around them. But, yeah, it looks like one of those mega clubs. It like just seems. In the middle. Or it looks like he's actually in one of those, those weird um, – kind of shopping center club yeah, it was weird it's like really it was big. a really mall type vibe yes. which it didn't look small and intimate like a private little booth like he was trying to hide it which it makes me like even angrier i suppose because it's like how blatant are you about this but all this stuff has come out since right about about him tristan being this serial cheater because did you know that his ex was still pregnant still hadn't had his baby when he started dating chloe nope I mean, I knew, I know now that he yeah. has a baby, but I didn't know when they started dating. So the storyline that's played out on Keeping Up with the Kardashians is a real, is the word felt? No, um, when it's really sly and smart. What's the word? Svelte? No, it's like sounds like svelte, but it's like, it's like. Stealth. Yeah, it's stealth. really stealth. <laughs> it's really stealth. 
Yeah, that's what I was looking for. Thanks for your support. Yeah, I knew was there was something in there. You know, when you can see it in your mind's eye, but you can't quite put your finger on it. So it's kind so of been name- like this stealth mission to get this guy's image yeah. as he first dropped on the show to be quite quite wholesome. Because let's just think about this, right? I'm I'm Chris Cutter, whatever the fuck her name is, Chris Houghton, Chris Jenner. Yeah, yeah. I'm Chris Jenner. I'm the EP of this show. The storyline that has involved Chloe, if I'm looking at her as a reality TV star and she has a storyline rather than her actual life, is that her last and only marriage ended because he was a drug addict, mm. then overdosed, went into hospital. She's been desperate to meet someone, finally introduces a new guy mm. onto the show, also a basketball player. It doesn't work in their interest for this guy to have made another woman pregnant no. as they're dating. That's right. So so his ex's name, who was pregnant at the time with his baby that, you know, as he started dating Chloe, was Jordan or is Jordan Craig. And there's been a lot of nastiness actually coming out, especially online with people going, karma serves her right because there were, you know. Serves there were who a few- right? Chloe because there were a few questions around whether he cheated on his ex Jordan with Chloe. Oh. So she was the home wrecker now dating a guy that had a pregnant you know, a pregnant chick back at home. So there are a lot of people going, Karma, this serves her right, blah, 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 this kind of stuff. But Jordan's put up on she's put up on Instagram. If you respect yourself and respect others, you would never make light of the misfortune of anyone, nor would you feel indemnified when it comes at the expense of others, wishing peace for everyone. What's indemnified mean? Like, uh, doesn't it mean like held accountable or if you're guilty? So that last bit again then, the indemnified one? Um, you would never make light of the misfortune of anyone, nor would you feel indemnified when it comes at the expense of others. So it means that essentially, uh, you know, I'm not going to be concerned by that. Uh, there's not, you know, no skin off my nose kind of vibe. I just like that she used the word indemnified. Well, I don't. It's made us both look stupid. <laughs> so, <laughs> But essentially, at the end of the day, this guy has been caught red-handed on camera doing a dodgy and whether she forgives him and takes him back or whether they call it quits and continue to co-parent or otherwise their child that they've had together, mm. it would be so fucking full-on to go into the delivery room and and give birth to a kid that you're not sure whether you're going to end up with the partner. Do you know what I mean? Like that is full on. I think you're going to survival mode, I'd imagine. I'm sure a lot of people have been through this. It doesn't sound like something that's lovely, but I'm sure she's not alone in that there's been bad news in a relationship or relationships have broken down in pregnancy or, you know, timing isn't always on your side. Like Mm. people would realize things you know, at different times. I don't know. It, it, not Yeah, it, I, my heart goes out to her if that's what's happened. But it is an interesting situation. I just feel like no partners of that clan really stand a chance. I think Kanye is the only he's one. He's been the real staver. But he's the only one that truly live, has lived and will play the game mm-hmm. that that family has been built to play. So I believe that Kim is kind of the brains and that vision of that family and Chris just has a way to fucking execute. Mm. Um, 
But I believe that when Kim Kardashian comes out and starts saying things and she's really clear on a message, she's in damage control. So when Rob went under and all mm. of that stuff with Black China went on, Kim would kind of post a lot of stuff to really own the conversation. And it wouldn't necessarily be directly about the rumours, but she would she would have something to say that almost would be taking off because she knows to how... To distract. Yeah, because yeah. she knows how strong the interest is on her she seems to step up and so even she was the first person to announce that that the baby was born like it was just interesting the mm. timing of the last few days that kim has been just really posting regularly and i don't know there's just something there that even though we don't know actually what has happened from the way i watch kim and have watched their family for so many years there's definitely something. shit going down yeah something's gone down 100 percent well we've seen it in that footage you know what i mean well it's pretty simple yeah if that wasn't there and it's just rumours, whatever, but the fact that there's millions and millions and millions of people that have seen that, mm. he's caught red-handed and, like I said, whether they get back together or whether they don't, like, he's cheated. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. So Beyonce performance was, oh God, I think for me, I was looking forward to it at the beginning because I was so excited to be able to see it before my friends who were going next week as a way to deal with my jealousy that they were going. So Mm. in case you don't know, Coachella runs over two weekends, the exact same festival, but just over two weekends. So it can, you know, it can allow the most people to get tickets as possible. So I was so excited knowing that in a real stupid way that I wasn't able to go my best mates like best mates that are obsessed with Beyonce that you would pay to watch them watch her are going and it gave me some sort of just I don't know made me feel the teeniest bit better that I knew I was going to see their performance before them that's sick because obviously they're not what they're not watching the live stream like we were on the weekend because they've paid however much to go over there and see it that's right they've flown to the other side of the world they're obsessed they have parties called bay like they are what like obsessed do you know how hard that would be for them not to see anything online that performance like it was just fucking everywhere well, one of these particular friends is bestie beth and her boyfriend and her sister had her phone 
for 24 <laughs> hours. She You're didn't joking. have her phone. <gasps> because she was too tempted to go on and look and see like images of the performance. That's right. The, bi- the, the, the build was really slow and it did break out a little bit when we saw it. I had to go back and watch it again because there were moments that we missed. But it was this epic return of this woman that had had to cancel because she birthed twins. I mean, could this story get any more epic? She writes her own music. She runs her own show. She manages herself. She like preaches that girls need to get along and to be strong in your feminism and then actually puts the action out there by inviting two of her sisters to dance alongside her. Well, three, Solange was up there too. Yeah, well, yeah. Destiny's Child and then yeah. Solange joined her. But I think there's something a bit more powerful, I found anyway, in the Destiny's Child performance that it was like, you know, when you go out on your right, there's just this lovely, the lovely space that they represent that so many people would have written articles and tried to create wars and feuds and all this kind of shit around going off and doing their own work. And it's just interesting that they're clearly all friends, clearly much, all in such a great place. How much could you see it in her face, in Beyonce's face? It was just pure joy. You could almost just see it in her eyes when the girls came out. Like It's epic. It was, you, you were sitting there like... But you witnessed and you, and you witnessed everything she preached. That was the mm, point. In it was like, yeah. yeah, she was like, sang about all this cheating stuff, sang all of this stuff, you know, open stuff about her relationship. Then her husband comes on, they sing. Like, it's just the whole thing was power in action. Mm. Like, it wasn't just her just talking and putting things on a freaking screen. She, like, breathes and lives her power. And so it was so interesting when I read this article in the Daily Telegraph, a woman by the name of Sarah Lamarquand, uh, I hope I got that correct, wrote it. And the tagline is, Beyonce could be upfront about her achievement at Coachella, but former Prime Minister Julia Gillard felt she had to tread carefully and now regrets it. And the whole article talks about, and I don't, we'll put it in show notes, but it was, um, it was the International Women's Day podcast where I opened up about the fact that I really felt very, um, I guess, lost in Julia Gillard's appointment as Prime Minister for the good first, a good better half of this first six months that she was our, our first female leader because I just felt that she really didn't make a stance in what kind of history-making moment and achievement that she had. Well, it's interesting. I don't know whether that – do you think that that maybe was her approach where she's like, look, yeah, I'm the first female leader of this country – but it shouldn't be a thing. Let's just get on with the job and not draw attention to the fact that it's different and that I am a woman because we shouldn't be doing that. I'm just here. Well, that was her approach. But it must – yeah, but obviously there were a lot of people like yourself that were like, well, no, it is still is different. And I think it was something that deserved to be celebrated, not just for her, but for all of us. Mm. You know, we're a country that votes, that wants to be reflected in our government. It was the first time that a woman's voice had ever been in that leadership role. Like that's an epic moment for not just her, but for the country. So it was just so interesting. So, and I speak about this on the show, and again, we'll put it in show notes. When she did her misogyny speech, it just was came out of her and you knew that it had been bottled away, you know that who knows if it was her approach or maybe it was, you know, the party's approach that she didn't really hang her hat on on that particular achievement. But she has since come out and said that uh, she regrets it. And I found really? this so interesting. Julie Gillard said she regrets the misogyny speech. No, no, no. She regrets not coming ah, out. So ah, okay. she said that um, she said in London recently that she found it was, it's definitely a mistake that oh, she wow. didn't raise her gender 
equality, uh, sorry, gender early in the role. This is what she said. She said, what I actually found was, yes, there was a reaction when I first became prime minister. But then as the government continued to govern and things got tougher, actually, it got more gendered. The gendered insults became the go-to weapon. And because you hadn't said anything about it all this time, then suddenly say, oh, this is the gendered bit. People would say, well, you're only saying that because you're in trouble. So it got harder and harder as time went on to pull it out. It is hideous. That's really bad. And this whole article goes on to talk about how Beyonce has really also done so many firsts as a woman, as a, a woman of colour. There's been so many achievements that, again, aren't just her achievements that have been achievements for the world, that have been movements Absolutely. for the world. And we're here to witness it too, which is so crazy. I saw someone else post that on Facebook the other day. It's like we have been around to see the first woman of colour headline a major music festival. Like that's actually never happened in our time. Beyonce said it. She said at the end of the performance, thank you, Coachella, for letting me be the first female to headline Coachella. And this is the interesting thing. She owns it. So then the rest of the world owns it. And it's just so interesting at that kind of, oh, that this fucked mentality we have here in Australia. You know, it's just so, so, so just the opposite of any success and that's not a gender thing it's a male and female thing men do it obviously a little bit more naturally but I still think that there is this real sitting back and waiting for people to to tap them on the shoulder and say that's a big achievement mate and then you get permission to be able to celebrate your achievement. Oh totally but we even notice that in our day-to-day lives like when someone asks what you've been up to it's like a constant play down because you're I don't know maybe it's a fear of people thinking that you're up yourself this whole kind of tall poppy syndrome it makes people feel comfortable when you're not doing so well Bethany Frankel who's a housewife of New York but she also is a massive entrepreneur mm. and it runs an empire of her own right yeah. Um, she was here in the in the country recently and she actually on her Instagram story was like terms I'm learning the word that the meaning of and tall poppy syndrome oh my one god of them. It's, ma- it's so right but it's so our term like yeah. not only is it something that just happens in this country I don't even think people overseas have a term for it mm. because that's how much it doesn't exist mm. she didn't know what it meant mm. she didn't know it was a thing she'd ne- she, you know it was just that just blew my mind that it was like I thought that was a term but Australia was just I never knew that either. really prevalent no, in, I didn't know that. in that but she said she'd never heard of it it's pretty full-on isn't it like there's an element of wanting to be you know that knockabout kind of down to earth you know kind of vibe but then also when it means that you have to play down your achievements or not I don't know not say that you're proud of things or where you've come or what you're up to that's a pretty shit thing and a pretty poor way to live your life but it's so incredibly ingrained in us I think the important message from the whole thing as well for me and continues to be challenging for me is that you really the world will back you when you back yourself and with Julia it was quite clear that she in those instances just didn't Mm. and she was I don't know how anybody in that in that position in that particular time in history could have I don't know if anyone could have done anything better it you know exactly as she just she I just quoted her saying before you know it just almost felt like there was never going to be a win so you know I don't really 
believe that maybe someone could have done it better or differently. Mm. But mm. but it does show you that she wasn't in a position to feel supported to back herself. And even if she needed to back herself on her own, she wasn't the woman to do it. Mm. And that's just disappointing on all fronts mm. for her, for us, for like everything, everything. And I think even in my own personal experience, it's not just been about me having to build confidence to back myself but it's when I have backed myself, the reaction I get. Mm. Well, know, it teaches think- you, but it teaches you something like that is human interaction, right? Or everybody's response or the way we live our life. We're kind of looking as we're having conversations with people and we're reading. Are they engaged? Are they judging me? What are they thinking about me now? It's pretty natural for you to then tailor your approach or the way you think about yourself or the way you hold yourself or the way you converse with people based on what other people have sold to you, even just through body language, what they are and are not comfortable with. That's right. And I think, you know, a lot of the time when you say things like you've got to back yourself, you think that it's really just on you and that's it. But it's not because you can back yourself and then you can just yeah. be torn down. Yeah, that's what I'm All yeah. the fucking time. Because you could be you could be you could be raised in with amazing parents to feel empowered. You could do anything your brothers can do. Go out there, smash life. And then the minute you get I don't know, you get, you know, squeezed on the ass at a club or you don't get the same pay as Johnny sitting next to you or you, you suffer this kind of I don't know, blatant push down of I don't know, you having a sense of being able to deserve anything a man can. Like yeah, it's hard. I, and I don't even think it's really about, for me, it's about the gender thing. It's more about just having confidence in myself. But I think it already starts in a cultural thing and then you put the gender thing on top yeah, of that. Yeah, there is an added layer, I think, oh, of being a female though. fucking oath. Yeah, I yeah. do. But I think but I... But the tall I, poppy syndrome doesn't discriminate. I know what no. you mean with that kind of vibe. And I think it just starts from the ground up. Mm. It's just exhausting. So it was an interesting thing and I, I think... As we sat in the room and watched Beyonce's performance, you're right. There is another layer when you are a woman. There is another, you know, punch that you feel like you've got to, not physically, but in the air to get through where you want to get through. And I I just will leave everyone with this. It was interesting because as we watched it, there were five chicks in my lounge room and two blokes. Mm. And both of the blokes were just equally as engaged as the girls, I think to their surprise, to be Mm. fair. Um, And I never really thought, you know, said it should be a girl's day, but I just happened to just invite girlfriends. And then my partner and his best mate came over and I was like, well, yeah, of course. Say like it's Beyonce. Mm. It's not mm. a cheat club. Mm. And I think they were like, oh, okay. As soon as there's more girls than blokes, they it's automatically a girls club. More guys than girls, no one thinks anything. So true. Yeah, it's dumb. Anyway, so we all sat there. And even though I think we were all shocked and moved and just completely amped and mesmerized mm. by this inner power that that performance portrayed, there is an energy where the little girl in all five of us sat there and mm. went, thank fuck you are alive. Mm. Thank fuck you have come to the table. Thank fuck you have done this performance in front of the world that I just don't think the boys could understand. No, I don't think so. Everybody could enjoy it, but girls needed to hear it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Love. 
love. If you love this show uh, or have enjoyed any of the podcasts from this week, Georgia Love and our catch up uh, has dropped throughout the week on the pod channel. Please give us a review or a rating and let us know on socials what you liked and what, what you didn't like. We're yes. open to all kinds of chats. Totally. Um, you can subscribe on iTunes and every show right across the week on this channel will pop up in your phone or you can stream uh, at thethinkergirls.com.au or just listen on your fave podcast app. Next week, if you are a person that's thought about going to a nutritionist or a dietitian, you think you're healthy, you think you're doing the right things, but you don't really know what's going on inside. Mm -hmm. You know a lot of the things on the outside and you think you've got an idea of what sugary things are, what good fats are, but actually you've never really got the facts. Michelle Chevalier-Hedge is a good mate. She's a nutritionist who's released a brand new book, which will tell you all the details about next week that joins us. But basically, if you have never really thought about going to a dietitian or a nutritionist or you can't afford it, we bring her to you. And she will cover so many different scenarios of so many different chicks' lives uh, next week. We, ca- I'm really, I think this, this next week's going to be really important. Same, because I think people are only just starting to cotton on to the fact that the food that they're putting in their bodies can actually affect them more than just a physical can I fit into my jeans kind of level. That's right. So we'll drop that uh, next week. We hope you enjoy it. Just before our Monday show as well, TG Frosts, which is just a mini show to let you know all the things that we're listening to and loving. And also coming up is Yelena Dokic and Christine Forster, who is Tony Abbott's sister in case a few of you don't know. But also her own person. We won't be talking <laughs> yeah, to no. her just about that. Uh, but they're coming up over the next few weeks. Um, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. love this podcast but you want to chat about it more make sure you go to the thinker girls on facebook uh, that's obviously us and insta because that's where we're going to be continuing this convo with you posse yes we want to know what you think posse so every week we'll be breaking down our podcast content across social media so you have an opportunity to share your opinions plus we're on insta stories every damn day so you get to come along with us for this crazy tg ride yeah merce head to facebook instagram snapchat or even twitter to find us Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 